Trades Work, the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association podcast starts right now. Here's your host, Dave DeVito. Welcome to Trades Work, the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors podcast. We showcase the skilled trades our society depends on. The women and men of our industry building our communities, building our skylines, building our future. Our show starts now. On this week's episode, I am pleased to have Sarah Harkson in studio with me. Sarah completed her apprenticeship program this past May and graduated with honors. She's an instructor at the Plumbers Campus. I'm excited to talk with Sarah today to learn more about her experience in the apprenticeship program, her transition to her foreman role, her launch of her career in the trades, and what she is most excited about for her future. Sarah, thank you for being here today. Talk to us, Sarah, a little bit about yourself. I know you're recently in the apprenticeship program with Plumbers Local 3 and completed the program this past May. Why did you decide to train for a career in the trades? Thank you for having me here today, first of all. It's exciting to be here. Why I decided for a career in the trades. So I actually spent my whole life, basically, wanting to be a veterinarian, and I really pursued that. Um, I got to college, and I got about halfway through, and I decided the cost of veterinary school just wasn't worth it for my future. But I still got my bachelor's degree, and I went out into the world, and I worked with animals for a while. But it wasn't really what I thought it would be as far as just kind of my life and the way that it was. Um, So I kind of thought about, you know, how, how can I better my life? How can I have a career that not only is exciting and that I'm interested in, but also one that will help me, you know, be able to support myself? And I thought about it. And while I was getting my bachelor's degree, I had a maintenance position in a dorm that I lived in. And I like I loved that job. That was one of my favorite jobs ever. A lot of it was the people I worked with, but a lot of it was I just kind of found out I loved working with tools. So when I was evaluating my life and trying to figure out what to do, that was the first thing that popped into my mind, and I just threw myself into it, moved from Iowa to Colorado because I looked up unions, and Local 3 was the one that I wanted to go to, and here I am. So Iowa to Colorado, veterinary school to plumbing. That's quite a career change. <laughs> well, I never went to veterinary school, but yeah, it was it was kind of a, a course that I didn't ever expect myself to go town, but I'm I'm really glad that I did. That's interesting. And from what I understand, talking to you before the show, you actually uh, weren't just a plumber apprentice, but you graduated with honors. Talk a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah. So um, every year of the apprenticeship, there's an award ceremony at the end, um, and it go it coincides with longevity awards and all these different awards for the union. But as far as the apprenticeship awards go, there's one award given out to each year of students for the highest grade point average. And then once you reach your fifth year, which is your last year, you get an award also if you've had the highest overall through five years. And I got that award I had perfect attendance throughout the five years, so I got an award for that. Um, I got the McMahon Leadership Award. Those were all the ones I was eligible for, so it was uh, quite a night for me and like an honor, really. That's great. 
So there are many listeners who really don't know what it means to be an apprentice and what the career steps are along the way after you complete the program. Can you talk to us a little bit about a typical day in the life of Sarah? Yeah. So the apprenticeship, um, like what it means to be an apprentice, first of all, I kind of want to address that. Uh, You get schooling, and when you go through the union route like I did at Local 3, you get that schooling for free, but you're also learning on the job. So as soon as you start your apprenticeship, you're already working, which I think is fantastic. Um, And then after you complete the program, there's a lot of different options available to you as far as your career path and what you can do with it. Uh, What I have done so far is tried to stay kind of on the field end of things, the fieldwork end of things. And currently I'm a foreman on my job site. Um, So a typical, a typical day for me would be you know, planning the work, uh, going over it with the crew in the morning, like what our plan for the day is, how we're going to do things safely, because that's always number one priority, you know, kind of just getting them information, helping out when I can, and just really going along with them as the day goes on. Hmm. So how long ago were you promoted to the role of a foreman? Uh, Just earlier this year. I mean, I only turned out earlier this year. Um, and I got my, you get your journeyman license after your fourth year. So I was already had that license for a while. But um, yeah, the foreman position I just got this past summer. Well, talk to us. So during your apprenticeship program, what, what's the education? What's the, what's the experience from being that apprentice? Like I was talking about before, the education, there's classes at the hall that you take, the union hall that you take. And in those classes, you learn a lot about, you know, math and fixtures and CAD and, and basically as many different sides of the trade as possible uh, so that apprentices can kind of choose, you know, what courses they like, what track they want to take after they turn out. Um, but at the same time, you're out in the field and you're learning, which as an instructor, I, I try to, as often as I can, because I teach math, interject why this math is important to the field, maybe use an example from things that I've done at work um, with this particular equation, because a lot of people don't understand how important math is to plumbing, but it is. So tell me, tell me a little bit about the job you're currently working on. Yeah, so right now I'm working at Agilent Apothecary in Frederick, Colorado. Pretty interesting. It's not like other sites I've been on. I mean, every commercial site is a little bit different, at least for the ones I've worked on. And that's really the joy of commercial construction. It's not the same thing over and over again. One day you're working at an airline hangar. Another day you're working at a pharmaceutical place. I mean, it's just always so exciting to see all the differences between sites. So you went from apprentice to journeyman to foreman to building a pharmaceutical plant in five months. Five months, I suppose so. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a career path. Yeah. So thanks for that. Just a just a second ago, you were talking a little bit about your time as a, an instructor, um, and you were talking about mathematics and applying mathematics uh, and teaching and talking to the equations. Why is that important? It's important because if you don't use math, a couple different things can happen. One, things aren't going to line up correctly. And when you look at them, uh, it's not going to look good. Two, they're not going to line up correctly at all, and you're going to have to take down what you did and start over, and it's just, it's just a mess. But when you use math, everything tends to turn out 
does turn out just right if you do it right. So, for example, if you know you're trying to get fr- to, from point A to point B with a pipe, maybe you've got a couple offsets in there, which gets a little fancier. But you're looking at these centers you want to get to, and you have to know how to subtract what, like, the fittings, like the, the 90s and where the pipe bends and how it attaches to each other. You have to subtract what those are taking up from the measurement, if that makes sense. Um, and then that tells you how long to cut your pipe. Hmm. So that's, that's as a, I teach first year math, so that's mostly what we go over. But um, sometimes you kind of get fancy with the way you're running the pipe and you want everything to be all parallel and square with everything. And in order to do that, you have to use certain equations. If you don't do that, it tends to not look very good. Uh, I didn't know I was going to get a refresher in mathematics today. <laughs> so thank you for that. You're welcome. So let's pivot a little bit. As a female in the trades and as a field leader, a foreman, what would you tell other women considering career options? Why choose the trades? Why why come this path? First of all, I, I would just be excited that they're thinking about it because I certainly never did until I reflected on my time as a as a maintenance worker. And I think it's it's so often that women don't even have this on their radar uh, just because they don't see other women doing it. It's just not even not even something they think about. So I, I would be excited to just have women thinking about it in general. Um, and if any of them were to ask me, as you just did, you know, about what it's like to work in the trades as a woman and why they should pursue this career. So first of all, it's, you're able to support yourself and make a living here. And it's very important and very difficult these days to do that. But for the women's side specifically, you know, if, if this is what they want to do and if they like working with their hands and they like being on their feet and they don't want a desk job, I mean, this is a great option. And I would tell them not to be discouraged by any thought of like an unpleasant workplace because, yes, there are people who exist who do not necessarily treat you the best, but the majority are great and they'll stand up for you and they'll help you out, and they'll support you. So when you encounter the people that don't, you just got to keep your head up. And I know I'm part of at least one group of women who work in the trades, and we all try to support each other, and I I certainly always try to be there if someone comes to me with something. Well, I would imagine construction site, office, maintenance worker for a dorm, I mean, there there are those people who just exist that are not good people to work with. Uh, I like your attitude of just keep your keep your chin up and keep going. So talk to us about your career path here. And, uh, you know, do you feel it's going to be able to allow you to make an impact on the community? And in what way would that impact look like? Yeah, I feel that being a plumber makes an impact on the community in general. I mean, there's the whole phrase that we like to say, which is plumbers protect the health of the nation. And it might sound a little corny, but it is true. Like you want a good plumber in your community because the way that we install the waste systems and the way that we install their water systems for our drinking water and the way that we keep those separate and make sure that they stay separate in various ways are very important to the health of the community. So you want good plumbers there. And I just, I like contributing to that and, you know, just making 
water available to the community and the ability to discard waste and all the other things that plumbers do. We also do work in hospitals. I haven't personally done work with medical gas systems, but I'm certified to. Um, So that's critically important to be able to have the different gases that hospitals use available to the patients and the doctors and the nurses that work there. Um, On a more individual level, I've had uh, one opportunity so far, and I'm, I'm hoping to find more, to volunteer my time as a plumber. Uh, when I, I went to Minnesota once for Women Build Nations conference, and while I was there, a group of women went to a women's shelter, and we volunteered our time fixing the plumbing within the shelter because there was a lot of leaky sinks and maybe showers that weren't working, toilets that weren't working quite right. And, I mean, that just felt really amazing because to me as you know, a journeyman plumber, that was not a difficult task, but I just, I hope that it made a difference for people who maybe were already not having the best time in their lives. Hmm. And I hope to do something like that again. That's a great story. When I was growing up, my mom worked for a, a battered women's shelter here in the Denver area. Uh, and so I got to see some of that same inside the house experience and it, uh, it sits with you for a long time. Yeah. So if you're talking to somebody that had never heard about apprenticeship, never heard about the trades, what would you tell them? I guess I would tell them just what a great opportunity it is and how it's it's too bad that in today's society it's so overlooked in favor of the college route. And I don't regret going to college. I'm, I'm glad I have my degree. It was a great experience. I feel like I have a great education from it. But from a financial standpoint... I, I would be financially better off if I came straight out of high school. And I think that it's a common misconception that that's the opposite, that people think that going to college is the only way to be successful in life and the only way to make money. And from what I've seen and experienced, that is not true. Um, and I know local economies are different, but I made more money working as a first-year apprentice here in Colorado than I was making using my degree in Iowa that tells you anything that's I I like to tell people that when they um when they try to talk about the financial aspect with me I I feel like that kind of just illustrates it I mean just because you have a degree doesn't mean you're making big bucks wow that's a great compelling story and I really appreciate you being here and sharing that with us I imagine here in not too distant future you're going to be on this side of the microphone and there's going to be a whole new generation of leaders uh, coming through the uh, trades uh, thanks to some of the comments you made today. So thank you for that. So thank you very much for joining us today. In the future, we'll explore this industry, hear success stories, learn more about technological advances, and gain a glimpse into what's next. Stay tuned for more industry insights, news, information about the women and men building our communities, building our skylines, building our future. Tradeswork is a production of the Rocky Mountain Mechanical Contractors Association. For more information about our organization, please visit rmmca.org.